For those who prefer their cars rocket powered, flying in high with no boost but holding on to the dream, it's Knox Phoenix and Savage coming to you live from Manfield. So I, I guess Putin's behind everything. Holy crap. Yeah. You yeah, saw the news. I, I, I Yeah, I saw the news. I, I heard that. Russia has been just infiltrating everything here and the entire uh, smurfing throughout season three. And uh, the reason that season three is lasting so long with an unbalance of all the ranks is because uh, the Russians have just been hacking everything. Yeah, that's 100 percent it. Them and Trump have been working together. Yes, yes. And once Trump, once we see it was really our fault in all of this, I hate to say it. But, you know, like, the Russians helped Trump with Hillary's emails. And then when we started talking about the candidates and made their cars, mm-hmm. the Russians listened to that and they were like, oh, Whoa, that is exactly <laughs> how Russians sound. <laughs> I, I was scared for a second because I thought a Russian was in the room. Enchanté, <laughs> mademoiselle. Man, it's so lifelike. But they they... They listen to the the podcast and then they it's like German. I don't really know what Russian sound like, but they told me I was terrified because they were like, "Oh, savage! <laughs> <laughs> we are going to ruin the rank system." Oh no! Yeah, and it will be all our faults, and it's yeah. because of you, Knox. Knox? Whoa! No, it was it was it was. They said knock. So. Oh. So like, yeah, that's what it was. That makes sense. I guess I can see it. The question is, is what political gain does Russia have from making season three last longer? See, they're causing everyone in the world to go crazy. Um, it's actually it's like biological warfare. Biological, huh? It's not like mental yeah. or psychological or no okay. biological. Okay. It's because everyone's going crazy and then they're deploying these biological weapons. Oh, okay. So <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's what Russia was counting on with their whole attacks and stuff. Interesting. And and why the the smurfing services that they've been been uh implementing into season 3 to to unbalance all the ranks. You see, smurf in Russian actually means all hail Putin. I've heard that. I, so they're I trying to make as many Smurfs as possible so they can take that into account and understand that all of America is on their side. Yeah, I've heard every, that. Every person that plays Rocket League, well, most have like three or four Smurfs, and then they understand that this is all, all hail Putin is what they're, what they're doing when they're making that Smurf. I also hear that they've been, they've been feeding bad bug reports to, to Rocket League about uh, the physics and, and stuff like that. Yeah, uh-huh. They have a lot of white hats. You know, you get those white hats for reporting the bug. Because, like, that's some kind of a hacking Wait. term. Hang on a second. White hat for reporting a bug? Yeah. Is that actually a thing? Well, it's not like a bug. It's because several have been given out. One guy had, like, three at one point. That's what I was talking about before. Um, um, The one guy, if you, like bring up a game-breaking issue to psionics like if you find it and tell them about it and like don't don't do anything with it but like tell them so they can fix it first you get a white hat there's only like four in the entire game i want to see a picture um i cannot find a picture i don't know i have seen a lot of stuff about it and literally was at a thing (laughs) what i was talking about with that guy that was doing the ama about like that he'd been banned from the different trading subs. He'd bought in one of the hats. But is it look like a cowboy hat? Kind of. Like a mix between a fedora and a cowboy hat? Yeah. Isn't that like another normal hat in the game? I don't know. Called like the Blomberg or something? The Homburg is one. That's a circular hat though. No, wait. What? It's... I don't even know. The white hat is 100% a thing. That's weird. Wow, this this whole Russia thing, I've, I've forgotten about it now. <laughs> I just want this hat. If you have, like, a spare 
Just think about what you'd have to pay to get Alpha Boost, and that's about what you'd pay to get this hat. Really? Maybe more. Yeah, maybe more. What about if you get like a painted like cattle cattle boy? See, that's what I was kind of thinking because there are white ones of those, and I thought that was kind of like weird that they would let that happen. But yeah, it's a thing, and they're pretty. What is the here? I'm gonna look at the hat. Looks like a white hat. I just want to know what the like cowboy hat looking thing is. Is it like is it the same model of another hat that's already in the game? No, it's a completely original hat thing. Okay, so it kind of looks like the Homburg. Kind of. Except, except yeah. instead of having a uh, a bow on the side, the ribbon just goes all the way around. There's no feather in it, and the and instead of the Homburg, the the front and the back of it dip down a little bit, almost like a cowboy hat. It's very fedora esque, like very uh, noir style. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, show. And that is why the Russians have so many of them. The Russians have those. Yeah. It's the only hat. If you see a player in the game wearing that hat, it's one of the Russians. Cattleman. All right. So it's a mix between the Cattleman and the Homburg. Yep. And maybe a little bit of the Derby. Possibly. Maybe a mix between a Caucasian male. Hats got together and, and had babies. And they've become less valuable. And were painted white. Well, you know, from everything I've learned about genetics, when one white hat and one other white hat love each other very much, a stork brings them another white hat. And that is our segue <laughs> into the episode, Welcome to Live from Manfield, a Rocket League podcast where we jump on Rocket League news, boost you straight to Rocketeer, all the while scoring our amazing voices into your ear goals. I am one Sir Mr. Knox Phoenix. And I am your lovely host, Adam Savage. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to Mythbusters. <laughs> da-na-na, da-na-na. Uh, so I'm gearing up to play in the PRL last night. And uh, we, we want to start warming up. And right when we go to uh, queue into a game, um, we find out that the servers are down. We can't connect to a game. That literally same thing. I was playing in the mock at 1v1. Okay. Same okay, thing so happened. Yeah, After my yeah. first game, the service went down. Yeah, and so uh, we were kind of like, wait, what's going on? And I was like, wait a second. Like, this is either a server issue or there's a client update. And, uh, well, you know, pop up on the Twit sphere. What do we find? A tweet from Psyonix. Hey, we just released a small client site update. I say small like that because it took me 12 minutes to download this 1.1 gig small you can't see my air quotes we need a way to do air quotes on the air so from now on when you want to do air quote you're just gonna go we're gonna blow into the mic (laughs) what if what if you say like what if you just do it like an octave higher than you would normally say it so like it was a client side small update Uh, i i feel like that's that could work but also i feel like air quotes are just so good like, I mean, so you, you'll still do you'll still do the air quotes, but it's just a signal that like, since this is just a podcast, that they know that we're doing the air quotes anytime we go like this, like this. It's more efficient. I don't get it. I don't don't squeak to like kill people's eardrums. We score our amazing voices into ear goals. We don't bash our annoying squeaky voices into people's like. Ear walls. Wait, we don't? No. Oops. So, like, find the note that you would say it at, like, client side, small, 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 go up an octave, octave, that's actually just a third. Small, Here it small, is. small, there small. There it is, small. Client. <laughs> client side, small, update. So there is a small client side. <laughs> okay. You know, we'll work on it later. Well, uh, I'm going to go down an octave whenever I do it. Okay. There was a, there was as long as people know that. Update. Oh, okay. And I'll, just... I'll slow down my speech a lot. Hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm feeling like the next time I use air quote, it's going to be a real good experience for everyone. Right. Well, the point is, is that this update was not small. It was literally over one third size of the entire game. Right now, with all of its DLC and such, uh, it was big enough that I had to unplug my Ethernet because it was going to take too long downloading over that. Wait, my, like, what? My, my Wi-Fi download speed is, like, significantly faster than it is over Ethernet. 
that doesn't make sense. I should check your router configuration. I don't have a router. I'm plugged into the school's Wi-Fi or the school's internet. Okay, so they have a bad switch then. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, this update, the major thing in the patch notes is that they have released an experimental. First off, I don't like the term experimental yeah. <laughs> for something that is coming into effect ranked play, especially without I mean, any heads up at all. I feel like it's kind of experimental. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so, like, it's. I feel like they've been working on this for a while, but they still like from everything I've read that they've talked about this issue, it's been like an issue with their entire like collision physics system, which is like a way bigger issue than just like a tiny little patch can fix. Interesting. Well, it's it's supposedly fixing the weird bounces on the post, which were non-existent when the game first came out. So it's it's weird to think that they had tweaked their well-polished physics system that they had worked on for years and years before they released the game uh, in the middle of a patch somewhere. Um, but apparently this is supposed to fix whatever they did to make it all wonky. Uh, have you noticed anything since playing on it? Was the 1v1 tournament any smoother for you after this small update? I noticed. I did not notice anything in that. <laughs> well, it was also because in that 1v1 tournament, I lost the first game eight to three and the second game i think i was closer in the second game so i think the patch did help okay <laughs> but wow yeah that like yeah i didn't really notice any differences i still saw like a couple of people complaining about post bounces like i was watching rizzo's stream earlier and i saw him like after a game save the replay and look at it and be like yeah that's not that's not good Uh-oh. but but i think it was um, i don't think they like broke anything further with this like experimental update as i was playing i started feeling a little bit more of the car trampoline bounce not nearly as drastic as when the arc update first was like released but you mean um, like the when you land and it just like isn't stable yeah uh i've noticed with the zsr that i've been been meaning for the past couple days or yeah like the past couple weeks like after the update last night and like t- tonight when i was playing uh, if I land with all four wheels, I pop up onto like two all of a sudden and like it was catching me off guard. It was at least like catching my attention, you know, that it was happening more often. And so I was like, well, maybe if this experimental fix, uh, you know, introduced a little bit of the trampoline effect back. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if it's like, if it's not too bad, then I don't know if it'll be noticed. But this is an interesting discussion point to, like, bring up. Uh, They explicitly list that the attempt, like, of fixing this was experimental in a competitive esport. What do you think the freedom uh, the, like, company has in releasing in the middle experimental fixes to a physics system when the physics system is literally the entire game? I think that psionics at this point was smart about when they put out this experimental fix. I think if they did this like a week before the RLCS finals, people would be freaking out. Okay. I think I think we're kind of in a lull from their point of view of like the big big tournament cuz like at this point there's really only one big tournament in Rocket League and it's RLCS. And since we're kind of like in the low point for that and everything's still like not that Season three hasn't really been announced yet, so I think right. That well, we actually we have some exciting news about about season four. Spoiler alert! Yeah, um, and the exciting news is it still has not been announced. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. Did you see my bet on Twitter? I did. I thought that with, was with me with Jesper Olayson. No, it also, it wasn't with you. you were just okay. It, it definitely counts for me too. I get 500 boost if this not a season. No, it definitely does week. not. Does not count yeah, because 100%. I was tagged in that tweet and there was no specification. Um, maybe because <laughs> it was a response to someone who tagged you. No, Jesper Olayson uh, tweeted at us and said, Hey, any thoughts on when we might hear about season four? And uh, I did, you know, I did some mathematical calculations to figure out when it was primed to drop. And I'm like, Okay, you know what? We're back from the, the holiday break. People are done selling, uh, celebrating. Uh, 
Rocket Knights. They're done yeah. selling Rocket Knights. They're done. Yeah. They're done celebrating Rocket Knights. We have, we have successfully sold Rocket Knights as a holiday. So now, now everybody is <laughs> getting back into the game. <laughs> and uh, like I think you know they're not they're gonna they're gonna break their silence. They're gonna come out, and it's gonna be this week that we're at least gonna get an announcement because it's gotta be soon that they they do it. And if they're going to be doing it soon, they have to announce it soon because they have to give us some heads up, you know, so people can fight for those rewards. So I was like, this week, I know it's happening. Uh, I did not count on a <laughs> an experimental patch dropping this week, and so like that is them breaking their silence. I knew they would do that, but it was not the way I thought they'd break their silence. So I may. If it doesn't end up happening, oh, Desperate Olayson, 500. And Savage. Nope, not, it's not I happening. Will, I will be getting that 500 boost one way or another. Okay, and that one well, way will be you giving it to me. That one way <laughs> will be watching my channel for 500 minutes. Uh, I'm going to set up a bot that always... I'm going to viewer bot your stream with me. If I run a detection and find out that you bought my stream, <laughs> I am definitely taking 500 boost away from you. I have zero boost at this point, so you can't. Do you really? <laughs> I, every time I get boost in your stream, I gamble it all. <laughs> uh, so I've been, you know, you, you all know that I've been, your boy's been hunting for that pro level, uh, you know, Rocket League status. But my question is, is it worth it? Because is NA garbage? You see, that's a great question. Because when you look at a a globe, um, okay, I'm so interested to see where this is going. So you see this? You have this globe. Do you have a globe in front of you right now? Uh, let's pretend like I do. Can you can you Google a picture of a globe just for the just for the sake of the argument? You know, because I, I have a globe in my hands right now. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so. Picture you of a globe. Your, you have your globe. Can you hear yep. my globe bouncing? I, yeah. So you have your globe. Your globe sounds your... a lot like a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> that is a lie and a half, and you know it. So okay, you after, your after you're done doing this joke, I want you to tell me whether or not you were tossing a Rubik's Cube or not. So you have your globe. I okay. want you to put your two finger. Oh, you don't have physical thing. Okay, I will do it and just explain what I'm doing. So you put your two fingers on NA. Okay. All of North America. You're, you're okay. Putting, you're hovering there. And then yep. if you rotate your globe, so you're moving in a further west. Okay. Then you're seeing EU mm -hmm. is now facing towards you. Yeah. But EU, <laughs> <laughs> if you take the EU and you rotate it to the left... So it looks like a little... I'm tracking with you, yeah. <laughs> yeah? So you have this this little in shape? <laughs> yep. It's like a goal, and you hit it through there. And guess where North America is? It's in the garbage, down below. <laughs> <laughs> that is why NA is kind of garbage. <laughs> uh, or, this is according to an article where uh, several e European pros were interviewed uh, by Red Bull after the success of the RLCS Season 2 Finals. And there are some pretty devastating quotes. Uh, just to, to name a few here, um, Marky Duda uh, says... All right, ready? Yes, <laughs> are, are you, I'm so are you... ready. I'm, I, I don't know if I'm ready. Is it as good as my explanation? Okay, um... Here we go. I it's a, it's a longer article. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Marky sees a difference in mentality between the top EU and NA teams. <clears throat> and I quote, I don't know. They're just shit. He declares <laughs> when asked about oh NA goodness. teams. I thought this podcast was PG rated. It's a quote. I have to maintain the. Okay. Uh, I understand. Yeah. Let's let's throw some bleep. Just, <clears throat> I'll try to bleep it. Here we go. Garrett is a really talented player, and they've got quite a lot of talented players, but you hear their comms, and it's always like, oh, unlucky dude. They go for some stupid shit aerial, Blip. and they're like, <laughs> oh, close one, dude. Unlucky, bro. And it's like, no, that was just... Blip, I'm not. Blip, blip. <laughs> uh, there you have it. <laughs> uh, it was uh, an interesting read, for sure. Of course, you can find the, the link to this article in our show notes on the website. But it, it begs the question, if 
if we didn't win a single round one and like against an EU team, are we garbage? We did not have a good showing this year at RLCS. Well, we had who knows what we'll do this year, but get it because it's it's January and we're in 2017 now. In <laughs> fact, isn't Take Three the only one to have beaten a European team, or did no one beat a European team at all? In I think. Oh, did Take Three beat out Precision Z? Right. I think they did. I think they beat out Precision Z, and then they beat out NRG or something, right? I don't know if they, because the the lower bracket was all NA versus NA. So then Take Three advanced over Genesis, and that's when they played the first loser of the upper bracket, which was Precision Z. And so then they played Precision Z and and kept going. I believe. I don't even know. Who who knows these days? So we didn't, we didn't do good. Take three beat Orbit, and then they played Precision Z and won. And yeah, then they okay. got three out by a flip side. So they were the only team. The and North American team, team to beat a European team at the land. That is just ridiculous. That is so embarrassing. Yep. But, I mean, we've... Let's see. I remember you talked about this at one point, too, because later on in that article, um, Marky brings up NRG is the only NA team that kind of shows a sense of professionalism. Yeah. That, like, that's, like, the major difference between NA and EU. That NA is just like a whole bunch of showboaty people is what it looks like. Well, I see that's funny because I think there's a lot of serious players in NA, and uh, I think that like EU has the same kind of like, um, oh, we can just go about without practicing and stuff. I think the major difference is is that in NA we we play on an individual basis, and in EU they have a much more teamwork mentality. And yeah, and- which I think like is what he's trying to get at with that like professionalism. Like, they're playing as a team. Like, they're a pro team, so they are going to use, like, they have a lot of, like, individual skills, but they're putting them together because they understand that, like, the whole A-money thing, team is greater than person. That team didn't do very well, but... <laughs> um, uh, so, I just wanted to bring up the article. It's a really interesting read, so make sure that you, you check it out. It was, it was a cool article to read all the way through because it, like, really dove into Flipside and they're, like, walk through... Um, their championship. I think it was really cool that like when IBP won, there was not nearly as much like exposure about them that there should have been. Like I buy power just did not as an org did not do a great job. Yeah. And Flipside has just like completely reversed that and taking this into like an actual esport and like what would happen when an actual team wins this big tournament. Yeah. And, like what that would look like in the esport worlds but makes sense yeah. for sure i didn't have time to read the whole thing because i was too busy playing turbo league i was not playing that because i don't know what that is well i'm is actually here to announce i'm here to announce that i'm quitting rocket league to pursue a professional turbo league career well that's neat um, uh if you haven't heard which i'm guessing you haven't because you're just not a cool hipster like me so uh, I'll have i to am teach not you. <laughs> i'm i'm getting i'm out of touch Turbo League is the mobile, uh, some would say ripoff, I would say reimagination of Rocket League. Interesting. Uh, and I'm going, now, it may sound that like I am being sarcastic uh, throughout this whole bit. I'm going to take off the sarcasm glasses for just a second and make an honest statement. There are things in Turbo League that are better implemented than in Rocket League. Really? Yes, and one of them is you can actually make your own custom decals in Turbo League for your car. Custom decals? Yep. So, like, so you, upload a picture or something? Or uh, like, you don't upload a picture. You've got shapes uh, of all kinds of, like, sizes and colors to pick from on those shapes and stuff. And you can, uh, like, trace and, like, tape them, like, to your car-ish as you, like, position them around and make custom decals for your car. Is it an online game? It is an online game, yeah. Wow. I am actually number 15 in North America on it right now. Is it free? <laughs> yes. Uh, but here's the joke. I guess I have to stop recording this. <laughs> you have to buy each car that you use in the game. Nope. <laughs> Except for the first one that you're given. And guess what the first one that you're given is? By the way, every car in the game is a direct ripoff of a car from, from Rocket League. It's probably the Octode. 
Nope. The only car you can use without paying for extras is the ripoff version of the Backfire. No. They knew what they were doing when they made this game trying to get more money. No. So, all right, I'll tell you what I think they implemented very well and what they uh, obviously, like, are just money-hungry Grinches. I don't know why I went with that. Wow. (laughs) Okay, so custom decals. It's pretty legit. It's pretty cool. Um, There are... uh, uh, There's some, like, cool car customization things. They have some cool... um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like a pretty diverse game at this point, so that's good. Um. Well, okay. So the game, like, is on, has some things that are, like, on par with Rocket League, okay? So it's got, you know, a nice, it's got a decent physics system for the ball and the cars. Like, it's actually, you know, obviously it's not as polished as Rocket League, but it's it works better than any other ripoff game that you may have seen on the mobile app store. Uh. It's it's funny though there are a couple things that I will say are just worth mentioning that is hilarious uh and so if you're if you're ready to have a giggle uh boost you you do have boost in the game and you you can fly you can aerial and stuff in the game uh so like I mean it's it's literally that close to rocket league so I'm not I'm not joking it is that close to rocket league however the way the boost works is pretty interesting you yeah. have a um there are no boost canisters on the map for you to like pick up and fill your tank, all right? I mean, why uh, would there be? That doesn't when you, seem normal. It, boost in the game is called NOS, and uh, when you when you first download the app, you start out with 99 NOS canisters, okay? Oh, no. Yeah. Um, and a NOS can, canister lasts for about three and a half to four seconds, a, kind of like a full boost canister does in Rocket League. Um, but once you've used one, you just go to the next one. So, like, you can boost infinitely in the game. Well, for 99 canisters. For 99 canisters, which, okay, yeah. Uh, however, the only way to get more canisters is you can get one canister from watching a 35-second advertisement. Uh, or you can buy them at an actual, like, decent price. I think for $1.99, you can get 25 canisters of, of NOS. Uh, that seems like that would add up quickly. Realistically... You'll use three to five canisters of NOS a game. I have one question for you. Yeah, yeah. I have an answer. You should go first, though. Oh, I thought you were going to give the... Okay. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense that I would go first. Yeah. Um, Have you bought any NOS cans? No, no. I have not spent any money in the game. I'm still using whatever the backfire Thank is called. Gosh. <laughs> oh, but you Thank can goodness. you can believe that I'm going to buy... I, it's like the Dominator or something. They've got a Dominus-like car in there, and I want it. The Dominator. <laughs> it's something like that, yeah. <laughs> the Mark. I want to get the uh, Mark. Oh, they do, have, they do have a really cool van in the game that uh, I wish was in Rocket League. In is fact, it? I'm going to take a picture. I'm not going to take a picture. Like, I'm going to find the uh, an image of it on like Google Images, and I'll like link it to you. Uh and then I'll post it in the show notes for the, everyone else to see. Uh, it's really cool. I want it in Rocket League so bad. Well, that's exciting. Uh, yeah. um, what's it called? Did you say that? It's not the Mark. Oh, I don't know what any of the cars are called in it. That's lame. What kind of a fan are you? Yeah. Uh, okay. I've, I found I've, a picture of it. I are you ready? I played one game of, like, a one different app before of, like... This type of stuff. It was called like car soccer. Yeah. Okay. Look at the van in the bottom Whoa. right of that picture. The ball has a smiley face on it. Not only does the ball have a smiley <laughs> face, that LED changes. This is cool. This could be implemented in Rocket League too. This is something else it does better. Uh, and that um, the, it has a countdown for how hard you hit the ball once you hit, like when you hit it. Huh. So that smiley face. So like, say you hit the ball towards their goal uh, at like you know sixty miles an hour. It will change, like, if you're on the red team, it'll change to a red countdown of, like, 60, 55. Like, it'll go down and tell you the speed of the ball. Huh. That's kind of cool. Yeah. You see? There's some there's some actual seriousness to this game, I'm telling you. There's some ideas flowing. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. I think the only game I called was, played was just called Car Soccer. Yeah, I've played a couple of these, like, you know, rip-off games, but... It was not great. <laughs> it was just you playing by yourself. 
Yeah, against like bots and stuff. No, there were no bots. Oh, okay. But there was this... still like a time countdown and like a score. Oh, the bots in this game are way better than the bots in Rocket League. Really? They can like dribble on the wall and they can shoot like very powerfully. Huh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the bots deserve a buff in Rocket League. I want to actually check the leaderboards and see if I'm still number 15 in, in the U.S. right now. You've probably gone up. <laughs> Wait, why would I have gone up? Oh, you know. You know. You know. You know what you would. You know. You know. You you know. Do I know? I mean, I only played like four or five games of it, which is really funny that I would make. Uh, okay, okay. So the uh, the first car is called the Brute Force. That's the um, the Backfire, which it's Sounds cool like looking in the Backfire. Has the, the same initials, right? BF, BF. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Dominus is the speedback. <laughs> ah, the old speedback. They have um like a like a Formula One looking car called the Jetfire. Um, it doesn't really look like a Rocket League car. Oh my gosh, that super cool van is called the Lunchbox. Yes. And those are the only cars in the game right now. I have uh -oh. ninety three NOS canisters. Uh oh. Okay. Let's you see should, here. You should be farming those ads. Um. Daily, I haven't played the game today, so there's no way I'm on the, the daily rank. Um, there's the overall global board, and I am not on that one. Out of country, here we go. Oh, I'm no longer on the country list. For amount not of goals scored? No, dang. Actually, wow, I dropped a lot. This game's getting popular. It is, yeah. I am actually rank 1,000 in the game right now. Down from 15? Yeah. I was an Damn. early I was an early adopter. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's there's another like really cool feature about this app. Let me just tell you. Uh the battery percentage of your phone will drop. Uh so let you know, let's say you don't want your phone to be overcharged. Per minute of the game equals about 10% of your battery. And if your hands are getting cold, well don't worry about that, my friend, cuz this will overheat your phone drastically. And you think that like, okay, your phone gets kind of warm? No. I literally had a cup of water next to me. And I would take my fingers and dip them in the water and rub them on the back of my phone to try to keep it cool. And the water was instantly evaporating. It was that hot. I was concerned for my phone, and that's why I ended up stopping to play it. Yeah, you probably shouldn't let your phone cook your water for you. <laughs> from everything I know about technology. It was crazy. So I actually downloaded it on my iPad to try to play, but my iPad is apparently too old and the game just lags a ton, so... If I'm gonna if I'm gonna continue going pro, I'm probably gonna have to get the iPhone seven or something. <laughs> Should probably just go buy the seven plus just for the game. Uh, Seems like the only logical. Oh, way to go. I've been meaning to try this. I have one of those Bluetooth like controller adapters for my phone. I wonder if like I could really just like go ham. <laughs> can you customize? Oh, it'd be a question if you can customize the controls at all. Uh, there are there are different control schemes that you can do in the app. Um, and but like. You know, it's all touchscreen. Like, I've actually played racing games with my, my Bluetooth controller for my phone, and it's turned out pretty well. So if if it works as well as I think it works, then I'm gonna I'm seriously going to go pro in Turbo League. Okay. I mean, I guess I can probably figure out somebody else to record this with. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to convert this podcast to a Turbo League podcast. Ooh. So this is going to be officially my last episode with Live from Manfield. There's only there's only one stadium in Turbo League though, so I I like we can't be live from Manfield. It'll have to be live from Turbo League Stadium. <laughs> live from Turbo League Stadium. Uh, but yeah, everything about this app is to make money. By the way, you have to buy each of the cars. You have to buy your NOS to use. There's also a VIP option. Uh, <laughs> so all kinds of just like money making opportunities. If you, I think I'm gonna try to steer away. Okay, well, oh, my phone it, is so hot, and I didn't even load into a game. Oh, okay, I got you, like I got car, you. Car, like, because it's a car game, like Rocket League. Get it? And that brings us to... <laughs> the Weekly Whips! <laughs> Savage, how was your past week in, in Rocket League, my friend? This was my favorite league, Reek. Of... <laughs> this was my favorite week of Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> in past several weeks, I I've been in not my dorm since like 
mid-December. Okay. So I haven't, and I didn't take my PC with me. Why not? You don't go hard enough? Because I was down in Florida and I didn't want to do that. That seemed like way too much effort. I didn't want to hurt hurt my baby. So I've been playing on just my laptop. Ugh. 15-inch screen, MacBook Pro. Fairly brand new, so like it ran the game pretty well. But it was still like on a laptop. Crap top, yeah. So the the graphics weren't very good and it was not as as delicious to feel as my PC is. Okay. Yeah. So I ended up I played a couple games down in Florida on my uncle's Wi Fi. Lost my grand champion because I just like lagged out of every game. <laughs> Why would you play ranked? Well, because it was like good for Three out of the four games. Okay. And I don't just want to play unranked. That's dumb. Come on, man. Who do you think I am? I ain't no scrub. When I was in Florida playing on my laptop, I only played unranked, and I pulled off the greatest shot I've ever pulled off in Rocket League. Well, you know, you don't take this game as seriously as I do. (laughs) You're right. You are absolutely right. I'm sorry. So I decided to make a... No, I had an alternate account. Some would call it a smurf i would call it my alternate account since its rank is also a champion um i ain't hating but i played on that and just kind of like hung out there for a while um but it was it was nice to get back to my dorm and i just played so much this last week that's where i was trying to go with this whole story oh okay you've been playing you've been putting the hours in i like it i've i'm probably gonna have one of my biggest hour weeks Nice. Uh, like two week periods coming up here. Nice. Um, I gotta play because this weekend is the Chicago Land, which I'll be going to. Oh yeah. And I'll be playing with Goldenshine. So Goldenshine just got his PC built. Yes, he did. So we've been grinding, getting our doubles rotations in. Nice. We put in some work. Gotta gotta build that team chemistry, so we can go just absolutely wreck. Not too worried about it. It's gonna be easy tournament, easy wins, yeah. easy money. Yep, yep. But yeah, should be a good time. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. A lot of a lot of hours, a lot of great PC, which just makes everything nice. Did you happen to pull off any cool shots, like any, you know, bangers, pinches, or maybe an air dribble? I mean, Moy would be the only response I have to that. I had <laughs> I was playing with um I'm actually another thing about my life right now. I am kind of starting a team. Whoa! So I'm like on this team, there's three other guys, and we met through the Velocity Gaming thing. And we've been just kind of playing and trying to like get things together. We had a big like two week gap of just like no one played together because of like winter break and stuff. But now we're all like back and we got to play like a decent amount of threes yesterday. And I was playing twos later that night with one of the guys on the team called Limo. Okay. Um, and we were just playing unranked because he has some kind of shoddy internet. Oh. And he also, his like PC broke. Oh. So he had 15 days of just no Rocket League. <gasps> yeah, I was so sad for him. That sounds terrible. But then he, so this was like him trying to warm himself up. And we were just playing and I was just kind of, messing around and i hit a pretty cool little air dribble nice and i posted it to reddit and some people were like hey this is cool most people were like hey have you ever heard of 60 frames per second <laughs> because, because it was an awful quality gif <laughs> but it was pretty cool let this be a lesson if you pull off a quality shot you gotta make a quality gif yeah but it was fun i've had a good week so far Nice. Keep that going. That's good. So, so we talked last week about a pretty interesting. Most of like the last half of the episode was about you and your little your yipper situation. Yippers. Yeah. So, so what have we seen there? Did we end up paying for the therapy sessions? I did not end up paying because it was a couple hundred dollars that I didn't want to spend. Good. Uh, and the reason is because I used my own power of positive mental thinking to push through it and i'm happy to say that i'm back i think back i'm back i think 
I saw your little tweet. Yeah. Uh, I have a funny story about that tweet. Let me get back to that, actually. <laughs> but okay, I'm at least like 90, 95% where I was when I left. I feel like the week has like knocked my confidence off a little bit. And so just the transition of coming back into things, um, like I maybe not be going for as many things as I usually go for, or I'm just not like I maybe, you know, it's shaking up my mechanics a little bit. But as far as like having the yips, like a mental disconnect where I actually go and attempt to hit the ball in a certain direction and I can't do it, uh, that is gone. Thank goodness. Um, I don't miss open nets in twos anymore, which is where the biggest thing was. Uh, And boy, have I got some stories about the matchmaking system now, (laughs) because I'll tell you, if you go on a 12 win uh, uh, win streak in doubles from Super Champ Div 3, uh, the game doesn't quite know what to do with you <laughs> because really, yeah, it's, it's quite funny. Um, so yeah, just within like, you know, a night or two, I climbed all the way back up past the grand champ. And once I started hitting like 1180, 1190, and it was like my ninth win in a row, the game was like, okay, something's happening. We need to just start like getting you to like tougher games until you lose. And so uh, it put me in a game against Vince and Corrupted G, and I won. And then it put me in a game against uh, Rizzo, and then I won. And I kept getting uh, 16 points for these wins. So my rank, I shot up like 95 points in one night. And then finally, my uh, third game against nothing but top 100 players, uh, I lost. So, But I definitely like one two games against people that I should have lost to and it was just like like I was like telling myself like well I guess I'm gonna play until I lose tonight I'm like holy crap why am I winning these games it was pretty funny yeah uh yeah and they continued tonight I climbed up to like 12 12 30 something tonight and so a climb from 11 15 to 12 30 in uh a night and a half I'd say I'm back Dang. I'm back. Back again. I saw that tweet and I was like, oh, was oh. Like, good for him. <laughs> it also, <laughs> you tweeted it out like the day before and then I didn't see anything following up and then I was like, oh, rip. But Oh, when I tweeted out, it's official? Yeah. The top you, thought top I was gonna, you thought I was going to quit? I, I didn't know where it was going. Yeah. And you just didn't say anything for like a day. So I was like, well, rip knocks. The funny story I have about that tweet is... <laughs> All right, so I, uh, you know how on your iPhone you have a connected Twitter account? Yes. Okay, like well, four. I had forgot about that. No, 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 not in the Twitter app. In your actual, like, iOS settings, you can connect Facebook and Twitter so that it met, so that it actually works with different elements of the operating system of the phone. Really? Yes. Uh, so apparently I had done that a couple years ago. Uh, to my old Twitter account that I used for, like, filmmaking and, and you know, personal life stuff. Uh, nothing Rocket League related at all. And so, uh, I wanted to tweet that um, while I was playing, and so I activated Siri and was like, tweet, uh, it's official, dot, dot, dot. And then I was like, okay, Ben, send your tweet. And uh, the next day, people started, like, texting me and, like, coming up to me that, like, at work and stuff, like, hey, what's official? <laughs> Thinking that, like, me and my wife were having a baby and, like, all kinds of stuff. And I had to have these conversations <laughs> where I was like, oh, uh, it's about a video game I play. I tweeted from the wrong account, and it lasted a probably a good week, people asking me what was official. It was annoying. Well, I'm glad that you didn't quit. Quit. That'd have been a bummer. Yeah, it's still on the table. We'll see. Hey, you know what what time it is? Time to get a watch. You know, I did get a watch for for Christmas. Oh, okay. And it says it's time for the LFMVP. LFMVP. Where we put the P in LFMVP. Did I say this was a two-person singing job? It's been that way for the past two weeks. Or three weeks, or I don't, weeks, or, I don't, I don't know. think it ever has been before. You know what? I wouldn't know because it's so inconsistent. <laughs> I will leave right now. Oh boy. <laughs> so, my LF MVP of the week. LF MVP. Um, gosh, you're throwing me off. I just can't handle it. I know. 
Um, how about Merc Rosewater from the old good old Reddits? Merc Rosewater name doesn't ring a bell. It's his it's his in game tag, but Mark Rosewater, if that helps. Um, uh, oh yeah, oh Mark, no, of course that doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> but his post was titled "How You Can Help the Rocket League Competitive Scene Grow." Uh, I did. I saw guy. this. I saw this. I thought it was really cool because this post was just all about like a, it was like a community guidelines for like what you can do as someone who's not someone that streams to a thousand people every day or someone that is putting out YouTube videos to 200 million viewers. Yeah, it, it was it was interesting because it had like a tier thing like, oh, hey, you're just now getting involved with the game. Like, here's what you can do to help the esports scene grow. Like, oh, hey, you've been playing for a couple hundred hours. Like, here's what you can do. And it was like there's a level of involvement for anyone at any level. Yeah, it was like, hey, do you not want to do like anything? But you still want to help? And it was like, hey, just upvote things you see. Or just like comment on stuff. Yeah. It was a pretty cool like, post. Help build this community. So it, make was, sure, it was really cool. Make sure make you sure show, show some thanks to Merc Rosewater then. Yeah, check that one out. If you see him in game, give him a good old savage. Um, what's the quick chat of approval? Yeah, you can also probably tell him, I want to talk! I... I mean, if you do have a question for Merc, I'm sure he would be more than happy to answer it. I wanna talk to It's everyone's favorite segment of Live from Manfield. It's the Knox Talks, where we bring you a riveting subject to discuss down to the very nitty-gritty of everything. I don't know. It's, this is different every time, too. I would say week, that Savage Splains is still the number one most asked for. Um, uh, I'm sorry, what segment is that? Savage Blains. Uh, unfamiliar. It's the it's the only segment that everyone has heard. Okay. <laughs> this week for Knox Talks, I have a question, uh, and it's a it's a yeah. So let let me ask the basic question and then let me qualify it. Okay. The question is: What is the best mindset for improvement? Uh, and what I mean by that is, uh, over the past couple of weeks, I've learned a lot about um, what role confidence plays in the game. Uh, this whole thing with the yips and not being able to like hit very easy shots and stuff. It, what it really came down to is, it was there was a trigger that messed with my confidence. I double guessed, triple guessed every time I approached the ball, uh, like because I was so unconfident in my capability to, to hit it. Um, but at the same time. Uh, I've had seasons in the game where I've been way overconfident. Um, and I can see how both would be, you know, uh, detrimental to improvement because there's the, there's the, you know, idea of like where you blame everything on your teammates. You think everything is everyone else's fault and you think you're the best person in the lobby. Uh, you're not going to learn to play better because you're not going to be looking at your mistakes. You're not going to be analyzing stuff. But at the same time, you're never going to play good if you think you're the worst player in the lobby and that uh, like it doesn't even matter what you do because you you suck. Like, but it can't be such an easy answer as like, oh, just in the middle somewhere, uh, a humble like you know, like you've got. There's got to be a way to mix thinking you're great and knowing you're not the best. Where is that line? Well, I think that like confidence is a huge part. Like confidence is one of the biggest parts of improvement. Like you can't you can't be doubting yourself when you're going up for something. But oh, you absolutely. Also, can't be like over sure of something. It has to be like a humble confidence, I would say. But I think it's really like that's a line that a lot of people are trying to find. Even like if you look up at top top tier players, yeah, it's still something that, that even though they know how to hit most anything that you could imagine. I think that's why we see something that I call leaderboard leapfrog where, um, you see like one person kind of get to the top, uh, and they're considered like the best player in the world. And then like in, in a couple of weeks, you'll see someone else like, Oh no, wait, like this person looks better. Uh, but then, you know, like the, the same name from before will pop back up. I think that overconfidence has, has a role in that. I think Cronovi went through a lot of that where 
he was constantly told you're the best player in the world or you're one of the best player in NA. And I think he became complacent and I think he became overconfident and, and he stopped looking, uh, looking to improve himself. Uh, and I think that, you know, he's been through that a little bit and now he's like, okay, no, you know what? I'm not the best player anymore. I need to get back to that. And so he started growing again. Yeah. I think that was like, I think he went through that. I think that was a while ago. Yeah. At this point though, that was like, Back when Cosmic Aftershock was still like together as a team, like with Gibbs. Oh, you think he that? Kinda, I think it, that he's been going through this for a long time. I think he was kind of complacent early on in the game. Okay. Because he came straight off of Sarp and he was easily the best player anyone had seen. Yeah. So he could just roll through these tournaments. And then once he started seeing teams that could like consistently take games off of them. That was when it really, like, that was when I think Kenobi made that connection in his mind that he was like, okay, hold up. We've got to, like, start doing something different. And I think Kenobi has always been, he's always a person that, like, looks at himself to improve. Well, let me ask you this, Savage. Do you think that there's different types of confidence uh, in the sense of, like, maybe in the moment where you're going for a shot or you're going for a challenge or taking an aerial or setting up to make a defensive play, maybe in those moments you you know you've got it. You are the best player on the field at that moment because like you are the one that needs to make the play and you wouldn't want anyone else to make that play because you're the one who has it. Like there's that type of confidence. But then there's an overall like introspective confidence. Like that's big picture. And we're at the end of the match, you're like, okay, when it came to me, I didn't question myself. I was confident in my abilities. Uh, I was not the best player in that game. Let's go and look about what I can change to to make sure that I get better for next time. I think when I'm looking at that, I think about I what I try to do because I know like I'm not the best like player to be looking at for this, but from like a ideological sense, I try to just think about me and the other person that's going up for that ball. And I think, okay, what have I done? All like the work that I've put in. I can win this 50-50. I can get to this ball quicker. I know I'm going to hit it the way I want to. It's just kind of like a... I just kind of look at it as like a one-on-one situation where it's like, it's either going to be me or the other guy that gets to this ball and does what they want. I would venture to even say that confidence should be something that you train uh, as part of your game, just like a mechanic, just like uh, an attitude. Um, And what I mean by that is there are aspects of my game that I'm very confident about I I would say that I'm on par with some of the fastest launchers in in like the aerial game. Um, whenever I play against like pro teams and like the reason stuff, I'm I uh, very consistently either beat people to the ball or meet them for the fifty fifty challenge to stop a shot. Uh, and so I'm very confident when it's time to launch for an aerial uh, because I know I can go fast and I know I can I know like I I just feel it right. Uh, but there are situations in the game that I don't feel that I'm very adept at. And like those situations are like, you know, when you're traveling back along your uh, your wall and the ball is coming kind of like alongside you and someone's like about to push it uh, around your corner and you have to figure out how to go up your corner to stop the, the center. Yeah. Those situations, I uh, lack confidence almost entirely. I have had so many situations where I've accidentally just gone up under the ball and ended up centering it myself uh, or with the ball completely as I make an awkward turn going up the bevel of the wall. And so, like, I'm saying that confidence can be something we train just like anything else because you can set up trainer shots like that in in the custom training and you can do it over and over again. But when it comes down to it, you're still going to miss those opportunities when you're in game if you're not believing that you can do it. And so it needs to be something where you can, where you have to practice telling yourself, I got this, this is mine, I'm going to stop this. Interesting, yeah. So you're saying not just building up your um, like mechanical skills, like not just building up your ability to hit that ball, but like building up, trying to put yourself in like that game sense as of like, this is what's going on, and then yeah. I can't hit this. I think, I think the confidence in like certain types of shots is a, is a, is a big thing that it's it's almost like a wall of improvement. I see when I watch like pro streams and stuff, which I'm trying to do more often because I feel like I'm kind of like plateauing a little bit. And I'm trying to figure out what that plateau is. 
And I see them going for things that I was like, I would never have thought to go for that. And I don't think that they're more like creative thinking. I think that they have the confidence in their ability to control the car in certain situations more than I do. And so something that I've been in, like planning on experimenting with is, okay, what if I go into just unranked and I start going for like things that I that I think I can do, you know, like almost like when you're messing around in free play and just doing random stuff, dribbles on the wall, like taking a shot from the backboard, like on their own backboard, uh, stuff like that. And to the point where, you know, you don't know until you try it, you don't believe you can do it until you've done it. And, um, so of course I'm not going to go for those shots in game, but, uh, there's only one way to build up the confidence to go for them in game in the first place. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely something cool to think about. It's something that, like anybody could try to put into their game, try to train with it. Oh, it's true. I think, yeah, this is, that's one of those things where it's not like you need to be at a certain level before you start practicing like a, a certain mechanic or anything. Your attitude towards like uh, your, your confidence level and how well you believe in yourself to hit something is something that needs to happen at any level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100% agree with you there. That is going to do it for us this week. I want to thank people for talking about the show on the Twitter sphere. I'm talking about our rocket tweeters. There's people who do this week in week out. There are our top rocket tweeters. I'm talking like boys, Declan, sparkling, sparkling, shine bright like a sparkling. <laughs> Usually you go sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. There it is. This next one sparkle. I actually uh, played in a ranked match on Neo Tokyo with. You're obese, wizard. <laughs> Scott, make a wish, wishert. Blaze, Blaze, the man, the we, man look up we look to. up to. 24 karat golden shine, Jesper Ole, 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 Ole. You're going so quick. Ole. Yeah, well, that's because, so, like, we gotta, like, like... Come on, man. We gotta... We're only... Ah, fine, just keep going. Okay. We'll just, we'll just blaze right over golden shine. <laughs> uh, Johnny Kooks. We made Cooks. one up for this one. It's Kooks. Kooks. Cuckoo for Coke. That's Go right. Johnny's. Cuckoo for Johnny Kooks. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, Pete the Possum, 2323, Kevpert, Pastronaut, Isabel Beverly, <laughs> Beaker RL, <laughs> and Pluto. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for tweeting about the show. Help getting the word out. We do not pay to advertise the show. And anytime you talk about it and mention us on Twitter, it brings us some more attention. Hey, you know what you can also do to with those tweets? To help bring more attention to us is, and, you know, Insult people. You can insult people. Yeah, just 100% insult people and then tag us in the tweet. <laughs> and we'll retweet it. Oh, no, we won't. Or not. don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but what you should do is send super encouraging tweets to people you want to see on the, on the show. You want to hear on the show. And then tag us in there, too. Yeah, I did that so this we, week with uh, uh, the new member of Northern Gaming, Devo. Uh, and I saw some of you guys tagging on, encouraging them to do it. So stuff like that is really going to help us get guests on the show. I uh, really appreciate it. So if you have someone that you want us to bring on, make sure you, you tweet at them and do that. That'd be cool. Consider yeah. uh, supporting the show if you want. Uh, the show will always be free, but um, we do make it available if you want to help us su- support us financially, which really goes a long way for our website hosting and our, uh, our RSS feed hosting. Uh, we have... Some super cool patrons that, that do this already. I'm talking about Ninja Seb Fan and Pfeiffer J at the Super Champ level, the stunt guy on our champion level, and Pastronaut Lennox, Vapor GB, and Young Malcolm, our all-star patrons. You guys are all so cool, and we would not exist without you. I can guarantee you that. Hey, one other thing to you know, Ninja Seb Fan and the Pfeiffer J, you guys are at your month point, so you guys need to get in contact with us about what kind of controller skin or phone skin you would like that's right if you the live from manfield logo on it if you're a super champ patron you get a controller skin with the elephant logo that's really cool we've we uh the last one we did was one of those like led light bars for a ps4 controller and it had our logo on it and it turned out really cool yeah that came out pretty well um you know but next week i've been really excited about this show for a long time you know why (laughs) why this is the show where I get to build a mountain out of rice on live stream, and that's the entire podcast. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you join us next week. But but what what's really hard is I have to put the rice on like so you know like the grains of rice. I have to put them on their like tips and get them to stand up. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks to James Dean <laughs> for our our quote of the week. 
Until the wonderful Rice episode, I'm Knox Phoenix. And I am Adam Savage. Thanks for checking out uh, Mythbusters. Dream as if you'll fly forever. Live as if you have no boost. <laughs>